Welcome to Word in Season with Prophet Daniel Ejakuafari, providing strength and solutions for today and hope for tomorrow through the Word and power of God. Prophet Daniel Ejakuafari is the General Overseer of Faith Word Charismatic Ministries worldwide. He is an apostle, a prophet, and teacher of the Word. He has a powerful traveling ministry accompanied by many miracles, signs, wonders, and revivals. Get ready for an empowerment that will enable you to walk in dominion and have a triumphant life. Now, the Prophet Daniel Ejako Afari. I'm talking about suspending the natural laws of life. Now, how many of you believe in miracles? What are miracles? Miracles... In my simple definition, are uh, the not the um, miracles are the natural consequences or results which happen to a person, a place, or to a system anytime the natural laws are suspended. So miracles are not anything strange; they are the effects. The consequence or the results we see anytime the natural laws of life are suspended. For instance, we saw in the Bible, I think John chapter 9, where Jesus went to pray for Lazarus. And the Bible said, Lazarus was dead for three days. And Jesus had been informed about the death of Lazarus. And as he loved that family very well, he decided to go there, but the distance would not permit him. So he stayed another one day, and the following day, he walked about seven to ten kilometers to go to where uh, Lazarus had been laid at the cemetery. Now we are told that when Jesus went there, he asked that the stone covering the sepulcher should be removed. And then Mary, the sister of Lazarus, came to Jesus and said, No, my Lord, for it had been Three days since he died, and by now, the body is stinging. We are not going to be able to do anything about it. Meaning that the natural law of decomposition or decay have already taken effect. In that regard, there is no hope. There is no possibility. There is no assurance that anybody will be able to do anything medically or naturally about such a condition. Are you with me in the church? If the person died even the same day and they say, come and do something, that one I understand. Those of you that are nurses and medical inclined, there is something we call rigor mortis in science. By the time a person died, within, um, say, about 6 to 24 hours in between, depending on what killed the person, the uh, rigor mortis have taken place. Are there medical doctors or nurses here? Okay. Mama, you know about rigor mortis. Uh-huh. So if my science is not good, you pardon me. I'm using, I'm talking as a layman. Consider my age. <laughs> rigor mortis is a condition where biological autolysis of living cells have taken place. When you are building a wall, like this wall, the wall you see here, we didn't just carry the wall and put it there. Is that what we did? What did we do? We lay blocks and then we put the blocks bit by bit to form a big flesh of the wall. So your body is made up of building blocks, which in biology we call cells. Okay? 
So the cells are the basic building blocks of the human flesh or any flesh you see. Plants have cells. Human beings have cells. Anything that has life in it is made up of cells. Are we together? Now, inside the cell, life activity happens. So when you die, there are certain structures inside your cells, which we call organelles. One of them is uh, giving a contract that once you see the body is dead, chemical signals are sent to the cell. It has certain uh, autolytic enzymes, or like acid. It bursts like balloon, and then it dissolves everything within the content of the cell. Once that it ha- happens, your body will freeze and kick. And all nerves, all tendons, all muscles, everything that makes coordination possible in your body will become dead and stay because autolysis has happened. Now, when autolysis leads to that thing, we say rigor mortis has happened to you. Now, rigor mortis is a chemical reaction which cannot be reversed. So, in natural science, if a person dies after six hours and beyond, you shouldn't ever think of bringing the person to life because autolysis have taken place, rigor mortis have happened, you can't restore the person's body to life. So if somebody attempts or succeeds in reversing death and bringing you back to life, it is an irreversible reaction in, na- in nature. You have changed the law of nature. Am I helping you to understand this thing? Number two, spiritually, once a person dies, the soul leaves the body. You remember the Bible said in the case of Lazarus that when the, uh, the rich man died, he went to hell. But when Lazarus died, angels received his spirit in the bosom of Abraham. And Abraham, when he heard the rich man begging him and saying, let Lazarus bring me water. He said, it cannot be done. It is impossible. Isn't it? And then when he was also requested that he should allow the rich man to go to his brothers and preach to them that there is indeed a place that is so terrible and horrifying called hell. And for that matter, his brothers should repent and serve the Lord. What did Abraham also say to that one too? He said, it is not possible. It is a no return journey. It cannot be done. So in life, certain things are not reversible. You can't play it back. You can't say, oh, when I went to the earth, I was very stubborn. I didn't know there is hell. So please, God, let the powers that be in heaven permit me and let me go back to the earth and relieve my life. If that terminology is acceptable, relieve. Are you getting the things I'm saying? So if you pray for somebody and you are even able to reverse the natural law of rigor mortis or biological law of no return, you are not going to have the same ability or grace to reverse the soul from coming from hell back inside the body. I'm preaching. And Jesus went to the graveyard and he looked straight to the grave and said, Remove the stone. I was thinking Jesus was going to pray. If you check your scripture very well, the Bible said he didn't pray. Now, wrote this thing, maybe I have to read. Then Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him 
that was there said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he had been dead four days. Uh-huh. Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see glory, the glory of the Lord. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. I was thinking he was going to pray. He was going to uh, command death, bind the spirit of hell, bind the spirit of death, bind the devil, and pray for the spirit to come back. But he only gave thanks. I know many things were there before you started the fasting. Uh, you have been praying and binding and you have been attacking the devil and witches. But ladies and gentlemen, in your last days of the fasting, God sent me as an apostle of grace to announce to you, you don't need to cry again. It is time to thank the Lord. Anything that in your life has received life tonight. The amen is very weak. I said the army is very, very weak. The verse 42, 42. And I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people we stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. I cry with a loud voice over your life in this auditorium. Come forth out of your dead. Come forth out of your dead. Adebia awo abrabomono ene anajui me kasase onyami di phone onyami akwode ne ngosira to me so. Masadi eni nyani fia ufum. Let it come out of the dead. Let financial insufficiency come out of the dead. Marital struggle come out of the dead. Occupational and career death come out of the dead. Receive a miracle in the auditorium. Jesus only gave thanks. The two most greatest miracles in Jesus' career, where he suspended the loss of life, he did it by giving thanks. Listen, if you pray and you don't give thanks, you didn't receive. Okay? A lot of Christians know how to ask, but they don't know how to receive. If you come to church, ho, ha, ho, ha, ho, ha, Father bless me, Father bless me, Father bless me, Father open my door, open my door, and then you finish now, in the name of Jesus, amen. When you finish, you say benediction, you go. And after that, you have forgotten everything you said. You are waiting for another prayer bulletin. To be released tomorrow. If war betides the prophet, if he come the following day and he didn't come to release a new prayer topic, prophet is in trouble. That day the prophet didn't make church service nice. But you don't believe in the prayers you pray yesterday. Listen to Jesus, you. Eh? He said, "I know that thou hearest me always, always." So God doesn't have times and seasons when he hears prayer. Always he is hearing prayer. Just as he's always speaking, he's always... May heaven hear your prayer after that fasting and may you sing a new song. After you have fasted for 40 days, you should believe that God has heard your prayer. You should believe. 
you, you don't need an angel to appear physically and say, see all the answers, take it. Mm-mm. Jesus, the son of God, didn't see an angel at the graveyard. Eh? He didn't have to pray and mind. The Bible says he only gave thanks. I know that thou hearest me always. Believe. 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 For he that believes, all things are possible unto him. And all things are possible unto him that believes. Unto him that believes. He said, but because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. When you give thanks, whatever you thank God for, you don't pray for it again. You command it into reality. Because after fasting and praying and binding like this, eh, the natural laws have been suspended. Rigor mortis have been destroyed. Irreversible reaction of a man dying and never returning have been reversed. If you give thanks and believe in God, you can do anything and change the unchangeable. You can suspend the laws that are fighting against you. Most of you are sitting here. Certain things you are trusting God for, it looks very impossible in your family. Nobody in your family was ever seen with that thing you are trusting God for. Nobody in your bloodline in history has ever been seen having that thing you are trusting God for because there is an imposition of a natural limitation or law that says in this house, nobody come this far. As I prophesy to you, I see you taking a step forward and crossing the line. You are stepping beyond the line and the limits because the natural law against you is suspended. Believing is a choice. I said believing is a choice. Is somebody blessed here? God is not a wicked father that you will submit yourself into 40 days of spiritual exercise, fasting, humbling yourself, praying, not eating in the day. Some of you, when you come here sometime in the evening and I look at you, even me that I didn't give birth to you, I didn't create you, I feel for you. So how much more God, the one who gave you breath and life and gave you a purpose to come and accomplish on earth, if your pastor who don't know your father and your mother can have sympathy for you, and preach and tell you it is well and it is done, then your heavenly father who loved you and gave you his only son to come and die in place of you, he will surely do for you more than what your heart has desired and you are praying. Receive a miracle. Receive a miracle. Is somebody here? Be seated. So Jesus eh, did this miracle by suspending the law of death, which is in itself a natural law, which is irreversible. A law that makes no spirit return from the grave into the body. A law that says biologically you can't change rigor mortis. He changed it. And see, everything is possible with faith. Did you see it? You have just four days to end the fasting. You can't end the fasting suspecting God. Some of you are suspecting God. So have you done it? So did you hear my prayer? 
So God, all the seeds I saw, did you see it? So all the prayers in the night, God, some of you are even so hungry like me. You haven't eaten. So had God really listened to your prayer? Yes, he has listened to your prayer. He didn't listen. He heard. The God who could reveal the secret discussion of the king to the prophet Elisha. For Elisha to prophesy and say that, oh, your enemies are coming to the direction. So you take to the other direction. That God. Some of you will check your body. You can't trade that sickness again under this law. Some of you will suddenly miss your period. It has never happened to you. You will suddenly miss your period. Suddenly. You will check. Doctors cannot understand because it contradicts the previous report they gave you. But suddenly, you will discover the baby is growing. The baby is growing. One month. You are expecting miscarriage. No miscarriage. Two months. You are expecting miscarriage. Three months. No miscarriage. Five months. No miscarriage. On the ninth month, exactly, according to the time of life, you will surely bring forth that baby. Some of you, God is going to open international doors for you. You will travel and bring systems in place to start your own company and your own business. Travel to China. Go to Canada, America. Go to Asia. Import. Oh, Somebody is about to build Estes. Estes in the city of Accra. Receive the unction. Receive the power. The laws of life that are not in your favor are suspended. That is why, be seated. I always tell people, listen, when you study a little science and geography and those things, don't allow your heart to deceive you. Can, can, can just a word spoken to somebody change their situation like Yes, because your life is a product of words. In the beginning, God saw darkness and he said, let there be light, and there was light. And then by his word, he said, let the firmament be separated from the firmament. And he called the firmament on top, the atmosphere. The one on the ground, he gathered it and called it the sea. And there was bare land. Then God said, everything responded to God's word, which is God said. And he created me in his image. So in his image, I also say, and it become. I also say, and it become. When I speak. God's word in my mouth is as powerful as his word in his own mouth. Therefore, I stand on the authority of his word and declare to you, somebody, every law against your life is suspended tonight in the name of Jesus. Is somebody blessed yet? Men take preaching for granted. Preaching carry authority and power. Preaching is just a confirmation of something which you have, you have desired in your heart. It is not only the ones who are praying. For my God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what you can ever ask or think. Ask 
or thing. Asking is talking. Thinking is what is inside you. It having come out. God answer both. May God answer both your asking and your thinking. Ah, Yakosi. Ah, Yakosi. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. We suspend number one, the law of seed time and harvest. We suspend the law of seed time and harvest. Say, I share If God wants to look at what you have sown in life, eh? Some of you have sown nothing, so you don't have any chance of harvesting anything. I'm telling you. Because you eh, even if you have sown at all, you have only sown wickedness, tit for tat, unforgiveness, bitterness, lies, hatred. All your actions and inactions, your words and your deeds are evil. So if you want to apply Galatians chapter number 5, it is, is it 6? Galatians 6, 6, eh? Okay, put it there. Let him that a thought in the way communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Eh? Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. If we want to apply this law, without giving grace space or interval, you and me, some of us, you'll be in trouble. You will only be harvesting stones. But there is something called grace which makes you merit sometimes not... That is why sometimes eh, some of you come to church and then you see your friend. You now you know that as for this lady, we are all slaying together. And the prophet calls him or her and is like, Madam, where do you come from? God said this, 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 this. And God said you come from here. He's going to bless you. I saw this. other you are sitting there. Hmm, this prophet, I suspect him. How can you be prophesying to a sinner like this? You, you don't know her. This girl, ah, me and her, we do some before. And never land time. And no one bar, sorry, you know, I suspect you. I mean, I catch it out. But the first thing I could break in will be impossible. And some of you, even when we close, I mean, you say, we'll date. You are only sitting here by your, your, ah. Your, your spirit is not here. It is the body sitting here. But you have already ironed your red, red. It is lying on your bedroom waiting for you. No, 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 no. Huh? You only came here that you may receive the prophet's last blessing to go and fire. I take away that kind of blessing from you right now in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. A lot of you, you will never dream even in your dream riding a bicycle. <laughs> if you dream riding a bicycle, God is unfair. <laughs> but there is something called grace. If grace finds you, it qualifies you for what you have been disqualified for by your own weaknesses. I pray God for grace, 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 grace. Receive grace tonight. Receive it. Is somebody here? You have done many things wrong. And so many things wrong. But by the grace of God, 
I said, but by the grace of God, the law of sowing and reaping is harvested and chained to your favor. Genesis chapter 8 verse 2. Genesis 8 verse 2. So what does this law say? The law is a law that governs the attitudinal and behavioral patterns of men. It stops you from living a bad life and it prevents those who live bad life from enjoying good things. And then it also stops those who are living a good life from doing bad and it prevents those who live a good life from also suffering bad things. But when grace comes in, some of the things you have sown wrongfully, the wicked deeds and seeds you have sown, God by his grace can extend mercy to you and qualify you for what you don't deserve. So your prayer is, Father, by your grace, extend an arm of mercy. In, in politics, they call it amnesty. But in spiritual kinetics, we call it God's grace or mercy. Onyame de mawa, enye me esese wo sofano. Nyami timu de chew. Nan nye ma, eye insira won't qualify him. God qualifies you for those things. That is my prayer for you. Hallelujah. Genesis 8.22. Genesis 8.22. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible said, while the earth remained, is the earth still remaining? Is the earth still here? He said, while the earth remained, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night, shall not cease. It shall not what? It shall not what? All right. So this law is not supposed to cease. It's not supposed to stop. It's not supposed to change. It is a law enacted by God's hand and his finger. So God is saying, the ratio will cancel now you'll be owing God. <laughs> so God is saying there is something called grace giving you mercy. So in this evening's prayer, your prayer is Lord, don't look upon my sins and the wickedness I have sown. Number two, we are dealing with the law of cold and heat. The law of cold and heat refers to the law of changing conditions. The law of cold and heat refers to the law of changing conditions, which states that no condition is permanent, but life is dynamic. Which says that no condition is permanent, but life is dynamic. Remember, we are talking about the condition, not the person who finds themselves in the condition. Am I blessing you? So sometimes you find yourself in a certain condition. The condition is not favorable. The condition is not good. The condition makes you very embarrassed and sad about yourself and about life. And you keep asking yourself, when is God going to change this condition? Well, the word of the Lord says nature itself is arranged in such a way that if today you are down, tomorrow you should be up. 
And if you are up today, you can also be down tomorrow. No condition is permanent. That is why you can see very rich and successful people today and tomorrow they are begging and nothing is working for them. That is why you can see a pastor very anointed and proud. You can't greet him. Tomorrow something happens. God is no more with him. His ministry is not the same. No condition is permanent. I'm preaching to you. I've got it. Just as somebody called Lazarus was dead, and Jesus could change his condition and raise him back to life. Today, is Lazarus still alive? I'm asking you. Is Lazarus still here on earth? So, the condition of his death and the condition of his resurrection, both of them are no more in existence. What is God trying to tell you? And If God decides not to come through for you, by the law of nature, that condition cannot be permanent. May heaven change somebody's condition here today. May every law of condition against you change to your favor. I prophesy upon you today. By the time you are closing this service, may every negative condition of cold and heat in your life turn around to your favor. Receive a miracle on that condition. Somebody is sick in their body. I see the healing anointing turning that condition. Somebody is trusting God for a particular financial breakthrough. I see the Lord changing that financial condition. Somebody is trusting God for the fruit of the womb. I see the Lord turning around that condition. They call you barren. Rejoice, oh thou that was called barren, because your condition is changing tonight. I see your womb is fruitful. You are conceiving tonight by the power of the Holy Ghost. I see you singing a new song after the fasting. Receive that anointing. Receive that power. Receive that grace. Faith word. I can't feel you at all. Is somebody blessed here? It is saying no condition is permanent. That is why somebody will be spending Valentine tonight. Tomorrow, they will be called a widow or a widower. No condition is Don't envy anybody in this life. Because let me tell you, when the seasons turn and conditions change, the God you serve and the God I serve, he has power over every condition of life. He told Moses to tell the children of Israel at the riverside of the Red Sea and said, look at the position of the sun and look at your enemies, the Egyptians. The Egyptians you see today, you shall see them no more. This is your prophetic word for today. As you crown this fasting, the Egyptians you are seeing in your life today, that sickness is called Egypt. That financial challenge is called Egypt. That, oh, my say, Koya, Kapa. Whatever is troubling you is called Egypt. But the Egyptian you are seeing today, 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 you will see them no more after this fasting. 
Receive a miracle. Receive a miracle. Receive a miracle. You are blessed. I say you are blessed, Christ. It's the see while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, cold and heat, cold and heat. Now that we are in the heat, if you go to America and Canada, they are in the cold and they are not comfortable. A lot of people cannot really contain the cold weather at all. They can't. It is not favorable. But you and me here, we have to turn on the conditions. You see how God is? The same world, though. It tells you. God can change everything. So today, if you are going through something, don't kill yourself. Trust God. And come to this realization and understanding that. Whatever you are going through, after 40 days on, of waiting upon God, the God who doesn't have any difficulty changing the times will change your condition and make your heat turn cold. And if it is cold, turn the cold into heat. Something is about to change in your life after that fasting. Oh, believing is a choice. I say believing is a choice. So Joseph suffered many things in his attempt to be great. His own brothers put him in the pit. The condition of being in the pit did not remain. Nobody knew who came, what came upon them and who advised them. They themselves took him out and they sold him to the Ishmaelites. Who are the Ishmaelites? The Ishmaelites are the mistakes of Abraham. His mistake of sleeping with Hagar. Everybody thought for sleeping with Hagar, it has become a generational problem that will fight his children forever. <laughs> but in the time when God wanted to work a plan to redeem the descendants of Abraham from a coming famine, which can wipe out his seed, employed the same mistake of Ishmael to bring salvation plan to what you will call his righteousness. Your mistakes can become the reason why your prophetic plan can be fulfilled. Some of you have made certain mistakes. You can't forgive yourself. Even whilst you are fasting, you are asking yourself, so this mistake I committed, will God really bless me? Will God listen to my prayer? Has God really forgiven me? And although you are praying, the only reason why you don't believe in your own prayer is that you think God has not forgiven you. Let me tell you, God can forgive you, but forgiving yourself is your responsibility. God can even use your own mistakes to bless you, and you will not understand. God can use anything, including, including your mistakes. And the Ishmaelites bought Joseph, and they took Joseph to Egypt, and sold Joseph to Potiphar. Potiphar took him, he was serving, everything was fine. Just when you have thought that life had changed a little to favor him, suddenly, Mrs. Potiphar said, the thing master do, you too, you must do. When he, said, when he said, I can't do such a thing, the devil came into the heart of Madame. Madame told a lot of lies about Joseph. And when Mr. Potiphar came from work, he didn't ask Joseph any question. He just ordered for him to be arrested and put behind jail. Sometimes in life, when conditions are against you, 
your own explanation will even worsen your case. I have learned by experience that sometimes in life, the best place to defend yourself is to be silent. Sometimes in life, when nobody will believe your story, and everybody think you are a sinner and you did evil, and you know you didn't do it, the only way to defend yourself is to allow God to be your own attorney and defend you. And after tonight, I am promoting your case from your hands into the court of jurisdiction in heaven. Let the supreme court of heaven defend you. May Jesus become your judge and your lawyer at the same time and defend you where you are defenseless. Where you have been put before courts. Let heaven defend your case today in the name of Jesus. Some of you have been taken to court and you don't know how this matter is going to end. Well, I have a judge who is also a lawyer. In Ghana, our judicial system is structured such a way that if you are a judge, you can't be a lawyer at the same time. But I have a certain court of jurisdiction in Supreme Court in heaven. That court, if they give you a lawyer, your lawyer is also the judge. There is no way you can lose. Any matter that is controversial about you, we settle it tonight by prayer in the name of Jesus. Can I say something? You see, the law of cold and heat. Cornelius, have you ever seen cold throughout the year without heat? Have you ever seen heat throughout the year without cold? So this law, by extension, is saying that when heat comes, cold must follow. And when cold comes, heat must follow. Why is it that in your case? Your life have always seen the cold, but the heat never came. Why is it that in your case, the Bible said, Enemy, rejoice not. For when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be my light. Telling you that if darkness comes, it is indication that light is coming. But in your case, you have only seen the darkness. Light has never shown up. Why is it that the Bible says that if I fall seven times, in seven times, I shall rise again. But you, when you fell, it had been over 10 years, 5 years. You have never had any opportunity to rise. You are still in your fall. It means that this law is not working in your favor. So the point two, in dealing with this law, we are saying that, Father, let the law of cold and heat work from today to my favor. Amen. Are you getting it? If you become single, at some point you might become a couple. If you marry and for some time you haven't given birth, at some point you should become pregnant. Today, even uh, these Nkurabani girls that are working everywhere, they are becoming pregnant. They don't like a baby. They are throwing them away. So why must the law of cold and heat become one-sided in your life? You are only experiencing the heat. Cold is never coming. And if you are in the cold, you are only experiencing the cold. Heat is never coming. Today, by my office wherein I stand as God's prophet, I declare over your life, let every law of heat and cold be suspended over your life. No, you are blessed. 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 Is somebody getting the things I'm talking about? So, you are clapping and praying for one minute. Father, let the law of cold and heat 
work for my favor. Let it turn to my favor. Are you, are you in agreement with me? Say, everlasting father. Everlasting father. I cannot. I cannot maintain, maintain one condition, one condition of life, of life forever, forever to my disfavor, to my disfavor tonight, tonight every condition, every condition which does not favor my life, which does not favor as my I life. clap and pray, as I, I clap, clap and let pray, it change to my favor, We are dealing with the law of summer and winter, which talks about changing seasons or it says, things are for seasons, purposes are for time. It is a law. When the flood of Noah ended, God put these four laws to control his nature. So if you are not knowledgeable of these laws, it can fight you. Are you getting what I'm saying? For example, you cannot get up one day and say that I want to jump to the moon. Gravity will bring you down. You must know there is a law called gravity. We say anything that goes up will gravitate back towards the earth because there's a, a force of attraction between the earth and anything that has mass or weight. Are you with me in church? life. I release angels of terror to fly them and chase them out of your life. There is a demonic eye watching you. This night, I see all those eyes going blind. Blind. I said, may all those eyes go blind. I need money be a show soon, so me frano, me frano, you know. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 to 3. The law of summer and winter. It is a law of changing seasons, which states that things are for seasons and purposes are for time. This time, what is changing is not the condition, but the season. What do I say, Papa? Do you realize there are certain seasons in your life where it doesn't matter how hard you work, nothing works for you? Do you realize there are certain seasons of your life you don't need to sweat or struggle, a little effort, and everything is falling in place for you? So what is changing is not the condition, it's the season. And I see the season changing to your favor after this fasting. After you break this fasting, if the season you find yourself in is a season of drought, rains are about to fall for you. The season where everything you need to give a touch, you have to push. That season is giving way to a new season where even before you think of it, it is happening for you. The season where all your friends are turned enemies and no matter how much you try to love them, their faces are not towards you as before. It's giving way for a new season where even before you call, they are looking for you. They are calling your phone and they are saying, I miss you. Where are you? No, 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 no. To everything, there is a season. There is a season. To everything, there is what? A season. And a time to every purpose under the heaven. 
a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted. Now, what this scripture very well? When the Bible said to everything there is a season, it didn't talk about the season. It started talking about the time alone. Because nothing is born to have a time without it first having a season to exist. What's the American say? You are here playing because you are a thing born to exist in the season. So things are for season. Without a person or a thing, seasons are not allotted. It exists for a season. You are a thing. You exist for a season. Your glass is a thing. It exists for a season. But within that season, there is a time that is the, the purpose for which you are born must be fulfilled. The purpose of this glass uh, has a time that it must fulfill. For instance, after closing this service, if you move this thing and you put it down, it's time for helping you to see well. It's taking. The day this thing loses its optical power, the purpose for which the optical engineer made this lens has expired. So he said, a time to every purpose. So things are for seasons, purposes are for time. Are you getting it? So tell me, after you were born from your mother's womb, God in the books of destiny allotted a season for which you must exist. So the day when you are born comes with the day when you are supposed to die. But listen to me carefully. When this law of life is against you, when the time for the purpose for which you are born comes, and an opportunity, a chaos time comes within your season for you to acknowledge or discover opportunity and then enter into it, or your door to open for you to enter into it, or your helper to come your way. When that opportune time comes, something will happen some way, somehow. You will not be able to recognize this, your helper, or this opportunity, and it slip bypass you. So you will be in life. The time when you are supposed to have married will come. Because the law is against you. The purpose for your birth and the purpose for your being in life will pass. You are still here, but that purpose is not fulfilled. So most of us are in, in life, it looks as if you don't see your purpose. How beneficial you are to life, to family, to church, to God, and to others. You haven't discovered that purpose, and you see you are just growing and growing. Why did I marry? Why did I give birth to this, my son? Why did I get this job? Why did I come into the church? The purpose for your being is passing, but the law is against you. Tonight, any purpose that has passed is time. I prophesy upon your life. May God bring your purpose into manifestation and connect you. Oh, by ya kaliba Your purpose will not pass. Why are you here? And why did you come at this time, this season? The law of seasons and times is against you. Listen to me. I'm a prophet. I see and understand life differently. I want to tell you something. A lot of you here feel frustrated because 
certain seasons of your life has come. You are supposed to fulfill certain purposes in your time. The time has passed in your season, and you are still looking for your purpose. I play back the hand of clock. In the spirit, I reverse time, and I place you to your rightful timing and your season. May you discover your purpose tonight in the name of Jesus. It's he said there's a time to die, a time to plan, a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill. Today, I take away the negative. I give you the positive. You can die in a time when your purpose has not been fulfilled. If your purpose doesn't come through, you die. They say you were killed. You didn't die. You were killed. You can't be killed. Your purpose is bigger than death. Your purpose is bigger than death. Your purpose is bigger than the witch in your family. Your purpose is bigger than the enemy against your soul. Receive the power upon your head. Receive it. Number four. The law of day and night. May they have a poem. The law of day and night. Can you give me back the Genesis scripture, please? When is it Genesis 8? It said, And day and night shall not cease. Are you getting it? Have you ever seen a day you woke up and night never came? Why is it that your life is always in night? It looks as if a certain darkness hovers over your life continually. You never see change. You alone, good never finds you. Only bad finds you. Day never comes. Darkness is always staring at you and looming on you. What kind of life is that? If you find yourself in that condition, ladies and gentlemen, this cannot be your normal life. It is a sign that you are under demonic oppression. Why is it that since you were born, it's been over 30 years, 26 years, 20 years till today. Always you are crying. Fika, 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 fika. When you do people good, they are supposed to also help you when opportunity comes. Your face begins to look to them as though you are a caricature. You will be so nice to this lady. <laughs> Some of you guys here, your phone has been off since morning. You are going to lie tomorrow that you had blackout. So your phone was low bat. Because if you look at the expenditure of buying flour and buying a red dress, buying underwears, underwear, and after you buy all these things, the lady doesn't even call you. And you are still spending. And we take away. Yeah, No woman eats my takeaway before. No woman. Oh, yeah, my name. My wife, during her birthday, I said that cook something and dance for her. I cover it. Oh, Hannah. Oh, sorry, I didn't see you. Please don't nobody should tell her. <laughs> May the angels close her ears. He didn't hear. You are not married. But ladies have chopped your money. Now, even you yourself, when you see any lady calling you, you are afraid. But whenever you are in problem, you need this girl to be there for you small. Always. You are seeing darkness. 
Always darkness. Always darkness. Always. When you be more and more you say, oh, one man, them. Nobody came there. But I say somebody came for the help. You didn't come early. Because it is a darkness. If you don't fight it, eh, it puts you in obscurity. You never see light. And every day you are consoling yourself with motivational speakers. Oh, someday, sometime you will see light at the end of the tunnel. We shall overcome. We shall overcome. We shall overcome someday. Hey, day. Hey, my heart. I will believe. We shall overcome someday. Can someone tell me when someday will come? When is someday going to come? <laughs> Can I announce to you as a prophet? Today is your someday. No, 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 no. Anybody that believes the word of the prophet, I said today is your someday. Today, today. Receive your miracle today. Let the law of that time and night be suspended today. Receive a miracle in your auditorium. Receive it. May you receive a miracle tonight. I said, receive it. And give Jesus a clap and a shout. And some more with you. Today, today is your someday. You are not procrastinating anymore. Every day you are procrastinating. Next year I will marry. Next year I will marry. Do you know next year is today? Next year is today. What day are they going to be your next year? Today, I confirm and affirm by the prophetic anointing. You are pregnant today. Amen. You won't cross here. Amen. The baby will burn. Boom. Amen. Your husband doesn't have much work to do. Amen. No, 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 no. Well, you won't cross here. You won't cross. Amen. A phone call will come on your phone. Amen. And suddenly, Amen. you will receive that good news you have been waiting for. Amen. Receive a miracle tonight. Amen. Receive it. Today shall thou be with me in paradise. Today, not tomorrow, today. The, the, the guy was postponing the miracle. He said, when you go, Remember me. Jesus said, even before I go, I want to announce you today, you are with me in paradise. I see you today, today. You are in your earthly paradise. Your earthly paradise. Receive the prophetic word. For faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Now faith is a substance. So faith is in the now. I say faith is in the now. Anybody who believe in miracle today, the laws are suspended for your miracle to appear. 
Deuteronomy 2 verse 25 Please, this is your prophetic word And you write Joshua chapter number 3 verse 7 This day will I begin to put the dread of thee And the fear of thee upon the nations That are under the whole heaven Who shall hear report of thee And shall tremble and be in anguish Because of thee that day is today. It's today. Amen. Believing is a choice. I believe. This day, today, today. Onyamia, you will be one century. Amen. And I say, Obia, Obia, this is century. Fear will come upon them. Amen. That is today. Don't postpone it to tomorrow. Today. Hey. Remember, I said as you set your feet out of the four quadrangles of this world, you are not living the same way as today. You are living as a conqueror. You are living as a rich You are living as a Joshua 3 7. Receive And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so will I be with you. Amen. Today the Lord has magnified you and made you great than every problem that ever fought anything that ever fought you before yes lord today today you are in charge of I that in charge dominion is given to you to I declare that as you bring your fasting to a close this week, this week, dominion is given to you. I said dominion is given to you. I said dominion is given to you. I said dominion is given to Those who work in dominion, they are in charge. In charge. You are taking charge over over life and every territory where you find yourself in your office you are in charge Amen. i say in your office you are in charge Amen. any of your bosses who go and chant and come to use occultic powers to control you yeah. may they fall dead Amen. may they fall dead Amen. may the sickness of egypt attack your Amen. enemies I turn every arrow they sent at you to go back to the center. Yes, every arrow, every it arrow. it will go back to them in the form of cancer. Yes, in the form of diabetes. Yes, in the form of hypertension. Yes, A sickness incurable. Amen. Any arrow they shoot at you yeah. by the mandate of the spirit of promise. Let it go back. 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 I free your body. Yes, Lord. 
I free your body. Jesus. 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 And I declare Amen. you are sanctified. Kabasi. You are holy. And you are presented unblameable before the sight of God. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus, Amen. the mighty cloud. for listening to this message from the Word and Season broadcast. For inquiries and further information on the ministry of Prophet Daniel Ejakun Afari and how to support this broadcast, please contact us on 0500-242-074. You can also send an email to the prophet using prophet at faithwordcharismatic.org or visit www.danielejakunafari.org. You can also connect with our prophet on social media and worship with us live online by following him on Facebook at Dan Ejaku Afari. On Twitter, the handle is at Dan Ejaku Afari and on Instagram at Prophet Daniel Ejaku Afari. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Faith World TV. God bless you richly.